0: Cool, cool. Um, So before I begin, I will just pray quickly. So, in Jesus' name, um, Father, Lord, once again, thank you for this opportunity, Lord. Thank you for this weekend that you have blessed us with, Lord. As I speak today, Lord, may you speak through me, Lord. May the words that I speak be only from you in Jesus' name. May you speak through me with wisdom, Lord, and authority in Jesus' name. And I pray that everyone here will be touched and that they'll be able to take something from this in Jesus' name into their workplace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Cool. so today I'm speaking about being a Christian and keeping it professional. Um, I titled this "The Christian Professional," um, and yeah, this is just based on being a Christian within the workplace. Um, I think it's important for me to start off with the fundamentals of what is a Christian before I can actually go deeper into like, the, the life of work. So, I'll ask you guys a question: What what is the purpose of a Christian? And you can just shout out, put your hands up, whatever don't be shy, spread the gospel, spread the gospel. live like Christ, <laughs> amen, <laughs> <laughs> to know God and enjoy a repeat that again, though. to know God and enjoy a relationship, yes, okay, um, so yeah, that's all right, so yeah, the basic definition of um, being a Christian is son of God and that is death and resurrection, I say the curse of death, washed away our sins by his blood sacrifice on the cross, and establish our relationship back with the Father for sins by his blood sacrifice on the cross and establish our relationship back with the Father through him. One who believes that their old self has died in him and that they are now a new creation and have a life through Jesus. And um, I was like, reading an article um, on this um, site called Desiring God which I recommend like, in terms of like, Christian advice and this theologian um, from um, the 19th century called um, Charles Hodge said that being a Christian is being constrained by a sense of love, of our divine Lord to us, that we consecrate our lives to him. So it's more than just following like a, a, some ideas and some morals and some logic, but it's actually being conformed by his love to move in that way, if that makes sense. So everything you do, you're reminded that I'm doing this because Christ loves me. I'm now living in him. And each, of, each, each and every single one of us has a mission. And that was in um, Matthew 28, the Great Commission. Um, Can we turn there, please? So Matthew 28 from verse 16 to 19. And if anyone can read that, that would be great. Please put your hands up. I'll give you the mic. So Matthew 28, verse 16 to 19. Thank you. Then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. Cool. So um, when I was studying this, um, three important commands stood out to me. Um, the first one was that Jesus has been given all authority in heaven and earth, which means that as a follower of Christ, we've been given this access to his authority to operate underneath that. And there's no other power that is greater than Jesus Christ. And I think sometimes it's easy for us to sort of fall into our human logic and understanding to do things, but at the end of the day, if we're in Christ, we to our old self, and we can only operate in Jesus now. The second was that we must go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, And the third was, we must teach new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. Jesus gave us this extra assurance that he's always um, with us to the end. And we are walking with the Son of God who has conquered the grave. So why should we fear? Death does not hold any one of us in Christ. So yeah, Um, I'm going to go now into the importance of work. So when you think of work, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? And be honest. L'argent. So um, translation, money. Yours. What's this one? Structured, okay, Ninety-five, yes. Tube, okay, emotion, promotion, amen, amen. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So yeah, um, I think with the response it was a mix, some negative, some positive. And I think sometimes you forget that God made work to be good and work is part of heaven's culture and as children of God, we've been instructed to think of things of heaven, not of the earth. So that's in Colossians um, chapter 3, verse 2. And therefore, we must operate in this truth that work is good. And I think sometimes, I think as a result of the fall, we can actually despise work a lot. So if someone could turn to Genesis 3, verse 16 to 19. And when you're ready, put your hands up, Please. Free from verse 16 to 19. To the woman he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain shall you bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Amen, so what's everyone's mute when they hear that? Ouch, painful, isn't it? Uh Well, there's good news, there's good news so um where is it yes yeah, so in first corinthians um, chapter 15 verse 22 it says just as everyone dies because we all belong to adam everyone who belongs to christ will be given a new life and i think there's importance that we can't continue operating in this our oh, work is dead our oh, man's grinding our oh, man's tired and it gets at that let's be honest but the important is that actually in christ we have joy to do our work that we're not bound to that same curse that was spoken in Genesis because we're in Christ, we're in that new covenant. I think it's important that we remind ourselves of that. So these are just a few um, verses based on work. So Proverbs 14, verse 23, work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. Um, Ephesians 6, verse 7, work with enthusiasm as you are working for the Lord rather than for people. Colossians 3, from verse verse 23, work willingly at whatever you do as though you're working for the Lord rather than for people. Um... So yeah, our attitude to work is a direct reflection of what Christ has done for us. And um, I work in ASOS and when I say this place, (laughs) Sodom and Gomorrah, (laughs) wow. And um, I think, it's interesting that I'm in this place because I do do finance while working in ASOS and it was a very interesting experience and I think God's taught me so much as of like, being a Christian and keeping it professional. Um, and let's be honest, like <laughs> there's been some tough times Though, like, um, they tend to use like like, every Friday, you know, go out for drinks, you know, with the lads. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, me, I have a few bevvies here and there, a few bevvies. <laughs> Bailey's, preferably. Um, <laughs> but, obviously, the word tells us that we shouldn't drink to be drunk, right? And with me, when it comes to drinking, I'm aware that if I'm not in control, then the Holy Spirit cannot, you know, move through me, you know? The mind is not there. So I'm very sort of aware of that. And I think when I said to them that, oh, it's not really for me, you know? What? Bro, like, what do you do on your Friday night and that? What's going on? And the reality is that we don't, where our patterns, our traditions are not the same as the world, we're very different. I mean, being in Christ is such a privilege and I think for me, when I observe it, it's sad to me. And I think if they just knew the, the true that joy and gift it is to be in Christ, they'd suddenly look at it like, what am I actually doing? Because I think the world we live in, and that's why it's so amazing with the news that we have, the world we live in right now, night, their joy, their excitement is literally looking towards the Friday night, the Friday night. And in that Friday night, what happens? we drink ourselves to the point where we just you know, forget all our fears, forget all our worries, and wake up, hangover, hangover. Oh, I'm feeling sick. Oh, every week. And it's just not something of condemnation, because yeah, I've never drunk before like that, but I've, I've drank, you know, in my, in my... In my first year days and that, yeah. But when I think back to how I felt and how I feel now, there's a difference, right? And I think it's important that we really do just realize what we have in us, is that if someone had a cure for uh, a certain dro- um, certain disease or something, wouldn't it be right to tell someone else that's going through the same thing, right? Yeah. And that's our role as Christians. We have the good news to set everybody free. This, this thing's eternal, fam. Like, I think the level of it is so crazy. I mean, it leads to their eternal destiny. That's, I think that's something we need to be around about every single day. And yeah, um, Mr. Man, um, video. Can you just wheel up the thing for me? Thank you. So let's just watch this video and we'll talk through it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you see I think it's on YouTube. On YouTube? Yeah. Can you play it from YouTube? Um, I think, can, can you play it from YouTube? I'd like to download it first. What's it called? I'm Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams. I'm lining up in here. Yes, i yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, So as you've noticed, that song is actually not from that video. um, But it it fits so perfectly anyway. Um, So yeah, watching that video. uh, So as you can see, I'm wearing a pair of Adidas. Um, Now, this is an extract from an article that I read. And a podcast I'm listening to. So it says um although german athletes were very successful at the olympics the absolute icon of the event was jesse owens an african-american who won international praise by winning four gold medals and he goes on to speak so it says um so this was his background so owens was a son of a sharecropper and a grandson of a slave um his situation was harsh and he had no sponsors still he managed to beat everyone and display his unbelievable talent adidas during the time was a new company and they went to get that like, exposure for their trainers So the um, the founders decided that they would offer the specially designed running footwear to as many contestants as possible, including Jesse Owens. Now, in this time, obviously, the Nazis were in at the time, and it was very dangerous for you to now, you know, back an enemy, if that makes sense, give him an advantage. And um, despite this, they disregarded the possible dangers concerning the promotion of their product, and they approached Owens in the Olympic Village and offered him the shoes. He was amazed by the shoes which had um, like spikes and were made of resilient leather. He said that he would either wear these shoes or no shoes while competing. He wore the shoes when he won his medals and the fish became one of the greatest athletes in history. And I think just um, reading this, um, watching this story, um, it kind of reminds me of the gospel to some extent. A lot of us here are very gifted in what we do. Very, very gifted. And like, like, it, like it was in this, in this story that we, we don't deserve certain things. We've come from backgrounds that we don't deserve certain things, but still yet, still yet there's grace. Still yet, there's opportunity. Still yet, despite, you know, all oh, this person may offend me, this person, literally, when God forgave, he knew everything he will be doing. Even next week, two weeks time from now, there's grace. Despite those possible dangers, they, um, God still gave us the good news. He still gave us that redemption. He still gave us that freedom. And I think it's interesting because when we put on this new armor, when we put on this armor of Christ, when we promote the gospel, people see it. Adidas is where it is now because of that particular incident. Think about that. Think about it. In our workplaces, we can put on the armor of Christ and actually show people that actually there's a better life. People ask you questions. People ask you a lot of questions when you start to do this. And your commitment to God will take you to a place of opportunity. So I think, one thing with working is, impos- is, is um, important to be, have a lot of integrity, to be honest with what you do and actually work hard. Like, even when things go left, so even currently, um, I'm on a case I work at the moment where before I went on annual leave, I didn't pattern something. And I got a WhatsApp in, in my group chat and I was like, I, I burned the manager's fix. And this was like two days ago, so my head still rattled. However, however, this reminds me of the story of Joseph. So you see when Potiphar's, where I started moving, man saying, ah, oh, even, <laughs> even yet, man went to pen, but came out and became the, you know, the president of the whole of Egypt. In your integrity, God will still elevate you. And I think that's important for us to remember. I'm just going to go through some situations at work. So when you're in the working place, one thing I'll tell you, everyone has experienced some spiritual activity. You may think, i I start started about church, oh, they're going to think i hmm. So let me tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So we're just having a conversation um, about spirituality and religion. Um, and then my ex-manager now... She was like, yeah, I've got these um, gems, these jewels in, my, in every single room to keep the bad spirits away. I said, Lord Jesus. And the thing is, I was thinking about it and I wish I did say it in that moment, and I guess that's when we make the mistakes, but we learn from that. But fam, man, them are putting gems in their room to keep away bad spirits. But we we'll I have to say, like Justin said, one word, Jesus Christ. Any dark figure that's just lurking in my room, Jesus. <laughs> not need no gem to be doing all sorts. People are, are bucking mediums, mediums, telling them the future, and it's very real to them. Don't be scared to share the gospel. Don't be scared to, and I think the, the main question that people get at work is, uh, what did you do at the weekend? Now people will now say, oh yeah, I went to visit my um, cousin. Uh, what about Sunday? What about Sunday? What did you do on Sunday? Oh, just chill with the family. Just say church. And it may seem hard now, but once you say you have that freedom. And um, Heard this um, saying that if you um, if you have no foundation, you'll follow anything. And I think for me, what changed the game for me was actually when I established that I am a Christian. There are certain things they wouldn't they wouldn't say to me. They'll say certain things that like the man them the man them will say certain things like I, I, I should wait, no, burn here. Let's keep it cool. Let's keep it cool. And I think from your behavior, like <laughs> a lot of guys there. They do a lot of things. They're in relationships, but they're always cheating, 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 like, every week. And they'll say things like, I'm trying to be like Bernard, I'm trying to be like Bernard. And I think in that moment, is that actually, they acknowledge that there's a better life out there. And I think that's something that's really important. So I'm going to wrap this up um, real quick. Um, and I say this, yeah, don't be scared. I think sometimes I fall into the mindset that um, now they know that I'm Christian, so ask me some mad questions. But I think what encourages me most is that actually, when I ask these questions that are, oh, if God is so good then, if God is so this then, it, it just encourages me to actually go back into my words. And you could be cheeky and just say, you know what, hold on a minute, I'll speak to God and I'll tell you tomorrow, if you've got, you got the faith. But legit, that should encourage you and you will get the answer, God will give you the answer. And yeah, I think the last point I just wanted to say that our role as Christians is to paint this new image, not even a new image, the the right image of God. Um, there's a lot of allegations in churches right now, you know, won't go into it. Um, but people come to me at work and like, well, have you seen what's going on? And it's embarrassing. But you know what? We have the role to paint the right picture of Christ, the correct picture of Christ. And I think that's my commission to every single one of you here, that when you're at work, don't be scared because it's, it's a pleasure. It's like, it makes you proud to actually be part of Christ and, you know, what we're doing here with God, man. So, yeah, man, we thank God for that. So I'll just pray quickly and we're going to Q&A. So in Jesus' name, um, Father Lord, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to speak about, you know, um, how we should um, act in this workplace. And I pray that you give us the wisdom, the strength to to be obedient to your voice, Lord. We pray, Lord, that if we are going through any fear of, you know, um, talking about our faith, may you give us the boldness to speak of it, Lord, and may people be transformed by it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Wonderful. So we're going to go into the Q&A session. So yeah, any Q&As, be honest, you can ask anyone here as well, you can ask myself, whatever. So yeah, who wants to start? Oh, okay. Oh, it was Mike. okay. Um, So I just wanted to ask, um, so how best do you kind of like organise your time um, working as well as, you know, doing other things, yeah, basically? That's a very good question. Um, all right, um, <laughs> um, if I'm being honest with you, I think we want our own way sometimes. We want it to be like, oh, I wake up in the morning at 5 a.m., spend two hours in, in the holy mountains, but it's sometimes don't happen. And I wake up late sometimes. I've got to rush to work. And I think what is best for me is actually um, I download the offline version of the Bible app and just literally read it on the train, um, read the Bible plans. Um, I pray when I walk a lot as well. I think that's something that's important, like, prayer is just not um, confining yourself to one room and close your eyes and, you know. It's actually, literally walk, we walk with God and we speak. I think that's something that's helped me. Um, and, like, with my other stuff, like my create, creative stuff as well, um, I do it either on the weekends or after work, but I think one thing is that if God's lays something on your, on your heart, you have the passion to do it either way. Yeah. And I think last thing as well is that you need rest. When you're feeling tired, just nap, even if 30 minutes, you need rest, because who was it that I was saying? I was into, um, this is totally off topic, but I was listening to a podcast about um, get um, is it bad to uh, um, get into a marriage because of like a fear of lust? And um, the pastor was saying that sometimes we need to do physical things in spiritual situations. So for example, if you want to be more patient at work, get more sleep. Do you know what I mean? If if you want to um, I don't know, if you if you want to do something. But also have spiritual effects. Do physical things as well. Sometimes not just oh prayer. Actually put put that prayer into action. So yeah, that's what I advise. Um, What was one of your biggest obstacles when like entering the world of work, and how did you overcome it? Um, Friday nights, probably. Um, Cause like I go I go with them here and there, but. when I come out, they're like, oh, wow, but it's coming. I'm like, yeah, let's come for a bit. Um, but I think for me, yeah, that's probably been my biggest challenge, just saying no. Because sometimes you want to have But then, it's like, what? what's the benefit, man? Like, honestly, like, and this is my advice, like, don't feel condemned about drinking. Drinking is not a bad thing, but it's how we're doing it. You know, if we drink to get drunk, then, you know, we better, you know, cut corners. You know, we shouldn't be doing that. but. Drinking is something that God has blessed. you know. Jesus still turned water into wine, you know the ones there. But it's like, be wise, man. And one thing I also recommend is that you can do things but do it with the right people. Because if you're doing the people that are not accountable to you, then you, you're more likely to go astray. Whereas if you do it with you know, your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, then you're less likely to actually divert that way. So yeah. Time for one question? One more question? Cool. How many more questions actually? Eight. Okay, one more. Thank you. Okay, um, because you're known as a Christian at work, have you? because f- you're known as a Christian at work to others, have you felt like there's a point where you felt isolated because, um, like, the way you might conduct yourself is different to the way others might? And have you seen the effect of you walking in your faith on others? So you mentioned before that people be like, oh, I want to be like Burns, but have you seen, like, a change in maybe their lifestyle because of the way you conduct yours? Um, so the first question was about, um, remind me again, the first question. About the like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, um, and no. I think, yeah, because it's like a lot of things that they um, sort of identify with, I can't. So it makes me feel like anti, like, well, I can't do it. But we're not to judge anybody because one, one thing I always have to remind myself is that I was there once, and no one here is far from grace. No one here is, is too far from God's love. So um, I think it's reminding myself that actually God still loves them and that they're all people like me. Um, I don't really said it because I think it's just important to surround ourselves with people that are also unbelievers as well. Like, we shouldn't just have an only Christian group because then how are we meant to infiltrate the world it's not it's not possible like i think as christians these days we tend to preach the gospel to christians we should be preaching the gospel to unbelievers and i think it's important that we surround ourselves with people like that so when i say wild things it's not it's not nothing surprising to me but i know how to operate myself in that and a second question um um like, there's this girl um, called Jaspreet that I work with. Um, she's f- um, from a Sikh community. Why is mandem laughing? She's like, <laughs> from a Sikh community. But um, I think me saying I was a Christian, is like, oh, when I was at uni, um, I had a, a friend that was Christian. She's having all these scriptures on the wall and whatnot. And it was funny because she's always asking me about, like, what am I doing at church? Oh, this is so good. Like, so the people are actually generally interested and like, what i was gonna like i think when i say certain things so we had a that discussion we had about spirituality and religion um i oh, like, oh, what do jews believe what do christians believe?" Ah, i made my point clear we believe that jesus is the son of god yeah. um no no there's nothing there like, yeah simple standard um but yeah it's like it's funny because it's like people like you see the difference between religion and um relationship so right now it's the month of ramadan and um Look, like, man, are still swearing. They're still listening. I don't feel like they're allowed to listen to music. And it's like, I need to follow this religion to be right with God. But as for me, there's grace. As for me, I can walk in that freedom. So I think when people see that, actually, like, eventually be like, hmm, what's the point of this religion thing? You know, let me follow Christ. So, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Woo! Thank you, thank you.